Hello and welcome to the RevOps Show. A few years ago, it was enough to have thought leadership to stand out. Today, there's so much noise that it's not enough anymore. While thought leadership can be nice to have, what really packs a punch are your point of view insights, the frame-breaking ideas that cause someone to go, oh shit. A better way to think about it that Doug will get into more is that point of view insights are the medicine and thought leadership is the spoonful of sugar. Sounds weird, I know, but trust me, it'll make sense soon. With that in mind, I have one question for you. Are you ready to rev ops? Yes. Doug. That wasn't as energetic as it normally is. I think you're still a little sleepy from your from um, your trip. Just what you don't understand is this is how I'm feeling right now, to be honest with you. You ready? This is how if I had just like represented where I am right now, it would have been just <laughs> So I think relatively be... speaking, I did very well. You did you did great. You did great. I'm proud of you. Some, I'm so tired. <laughs> yeah, going to going to the beach is exhausting. Well, okay, let's let's be fair. I, I did more than go to the beach. It was my daughter's college graduation. You did go to the beach, though. I did go on, to the beach. On multiple days. Um, I did go to the beach <laughs> on multiple days. It's a rough life. <laughs> I, I wanted to film the RevOp show with the beach in the background, but you wouldn't let me. Yeah, I didn't think it would be productive. You had you had a you had a full you had a full dance card that, that day. Um <laughs> it was it, it, it was so hot, Jess. I I'm well, so I live in San Antonio and it was I don't think it was what we would consider it to be hot, but it was very warm. And so I can imagine in Florida by the beach it was probably warmer. So it oh. was I'm sure it was hot. It was hot. It was steamy. It was, um, what's the word? Uh, sunny. You want it to be sunny if you're at the beach though. That's, that's but it was like weather. the sun was like, like the sun came down just to be extra close to your skin to, to be able to fry it up. You know, it, it, it gets it. Um, but I, I helped my daughter move to her new apartment. So I got to, I got to be part of a moving crew. Oh, nice. Oh yeah, nice. it was very nice. It was um, it was a lot of fun. It was I recommend it to everybody. I spent three hours at the Tampa Zoo. See, I would be excited by that, but that's just problem is I only really had about an hour and forty five minutes of attention span. That that tracks. <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> I came in fine. I I was, and then but you know. We actually got to the point. I'm like, hey guys, you know what? I got about 15 minutes of of, of whatever left, and then I, I I don't think anyone will like me if if we stay much past that. <laughs> and I mean, everyone actually, everyone was was hot and exhausted by that point. But. Well, yeah, and the heat because because I think when I talked to you, you were going in, and it was still it was like mid morning. So we go to the zoo here a lot, but we go like we go at like open, Ooh. and we stay till about noon. <laughs> And, and then we come home because it's too hot. And, and so graduation there is on Sunday. The gradu- By the way, the thing that, that I've never seen before is a college that literally starts their events like clockwork. Oh, yeah. So, but by the way, when I graduated college, here, here's basically how the school treated its graduating class. Ready? Don't let the door hit you on the way out. 
Yeah, I had a very similar experience. Here, they had, um, let's see, they they did something Thursday for them during the day. Friday night, they rented out the top two floors of, of a bar for the, you know, Student Life rented out. So they had a senior celebration. Um, Saturday, they had a baccalaureate ceremony followed by um, a picnic, a, a dessert picnic with a band playing and fireworks. <laughs> Wow. So the fireworks are supposed to start at 9.15. Now, when you, you know, fireworks are supposed to start at 9.15. What time do fireworks start? 9.30, 9.45. I'm saying like 9.15, zero, zero, first firework goes. Like, holy cow, this, like, they, they weren't. Yeah. Yeah. Eight o'clock. Boom. Graduation. Like, the procession starts. Um, 8 a.m. Sunday morning at 8 a.m. is when graduation is. Oh. Now, Why? <laughs> Because it's outside. And it's hot. I was going to say, because it's hot as all get out. So, so, by the way, like they, they basically say that if you're not in, if you're not on the campus by 7.15. Yeah. With traffic and everything, you like, don't expect to get yeah. to the field where graduation is by, by the time it starts. They start right at 8 o'clock. It was so hot. And I'll tell you, the thing that was yeah. um, like they're coming in wearing their, you know, of course the rubs, the, the, um, the teachers, the professors, which by the way, like they were all there, which I've not really seen before. Yeah. Um, they're wearing, you know, the, the plastic, yeah, all the, stuff. Know, the long lasting yeah. one, the hat, like the big hat. Yeah. They're, they're on, a lot of them are on stage. There's lights there. Like, I don't know how they. No. So I'm, I'm going to graduation on Friday. Um, and I was talking to the the grandmother of the graduate and she's like, wear something light and airy. It's at, cause I'm going to, so it's on the border of Texas and, and Mexico. And so it's going to be, it's going to be hot and humid. And she's like, yeah, just make sure you wear something dress for comfort, not for style. It's going to be hot outside Oh wow. it's, the school. So it's about 600 kids. It's a small town, but this, so this is the one high school. They don't have a, they don't have a place big enough to hold the kids. So it's, it's going to be at the uh, football field. I'm sure. So yeah, no, it's going to be miserable. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Clear eyes, full hearts. Can't lose. <laughs> you said football field. It's going to be, and it's in Texas. So there you go. Tracks. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was, a, it was, and, and actually, you know, Friday, Friday had the zoo, went to a raise game. I know. I saw I was jealous. Seats were seats. iffy. I, I think we're like 13th row behind the plate. Something like he that. He had good seats, everybody. He's lost his mind. <laughs> it's only like, it was only like 13th row right behind the plate. Oh, my God. Let me put it this way. I was able to call balls and strikes better than the umpire was. I'm sure you were. I mean, like, literally, I, think, I would look. I think you feel that way, Doug, whether you're behind home plate on. on the 13th row or not. No, no actually, <laughs> I, I don't think I'm a good umpire. I think I'm a horrible umpire. I can't umpire. Okay. I was not put on this. I was not. I'm. I'm put on the earth to advocate, not to judge. <laughs> okay. Okay. But I'm like that ball looked outside, so I pulled up. You know, I pulled up MLB, the MLB uh-huh. app, and it's like, oh no, that was outside. I'm like that. That looked high. Yep, high. <laughs> so, no, I I called balls and strikes better than the umpire did. You know, okay. I I'm I'm I hate the idea of robo umps, mm-hmm. but I, I I'm not seeing. I don't think there's any choice. Yeah. I mean, they're, 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 it's just so bad. It makes me sad, Jess. It makes me I, sad. I, I'm aware. I'm aware. 
Yeah, so it was a um, an eventful, oh, long weekend. Oh, yes, eventful was, week. <laughs> you know, and then of course, you know, all all the craziness waits for me to go on. You know, for me to. I mean, I wasn't like on vacation because I was kind of working, and I mean, it wasn't a full disconnect. But no, I'm aware. I'm you going know, to the beach in July, and I'm mentally preparing myself for the shitstorm that's likely to befall upon us. <laughs> you know, I, I like I need a vacation. You need a vacation from really your do. trip to I the need beach. At least like three days. I need to hibernate for at least three days. I need to like just sleep for three days. And then well, I have good news. You have to make it through three days, and then you'll have three days. A three-day weekend. I, I have to make it through four days, Jess. Okay, it's four. Okay, that's right. I'm I'm taking. I mean, I I'm taking Friday off because I'm going to graduation. <laughs> you have decided to to make today, make this week and next week a four-day week. <laughs> Alrighty. So, so what are we talking about on today's episode of the RevOps Show? Wow, we had we had the DJ voice and everything. It's time Exciting. to get things started. Um, I want to talk about thought leadership versus point of view insights. Thought leadership. <laughs> You're excited about this topic. I can tell. Wow. Um, so thought where, leadership. so that's how you feel about thought leadership. So we don't need to, <laughs> I think you've made that very clear. Um, thought leadership. We're putting thought leadership on trial today, Jess. Are we? Okay, great. Awesome. Um, where I want to start is I wanna I wanna start with a with point of view insights. So what is a point of view insight? Or what are point of view insights? I, I guess to, to I mean the best way to describe insights. So a point of view insight is is an insight first and then an insight that delivers a point of view second. Um and and it, it actually I think helps to define thought leadership. Okay. Kind of first. So, so the way I like to think about thought leadership and insights is, is really kind of through a, a, you know, compare and contrast, if mm -hmm. you will. Um, so, you know, thought leadership is all about highlighting the, it's highlighting your knowledge, kind of the, you know, the takeaway, the purpose of thought leadership, the design of thought leadership is it gets exposed to somebody and, and we think, and I do want to point this out, by the way. I hate it when people say we're putting out thought leadership content. Um, it's like, okay, you don't get to decide if it's thought leadership. You don't? First, first off. Um, but the takeaway of thought leadership is, wow, these people are smart. Mm -hmm. Wow, these people really understand. Yep. Right. Um, insights, insights are frame breaking. It, it, insights change how someone thinks about something. Okay. And so – the takeaway of a good insight is, oh shit, we we might be we might be thinking about this wrong. We might be doing this wrong, right? So, so if you think about it, thought leadership and um, and insights are are both educational. It, it's just that thought leadership thought leadership is more. Uh, it's not as simple as this, but it's more solution oriented. Insights are more problem oriented. So, thought leadership is more about the solution focused it's more about how you do this what to do here right insights are are more oriented mm -hmm. to the problem insights are more changing how you think about the situation so so thought leadership is 
thought leadership, it, it, it's newsworthy, right? So, so there's, there's value in it. And I don't want to mm-hmm. say in any way, shape or form that there's not value in thought leadership, but, but it's really built on, you know, general and accepted information. It's not, the thing about a lot of thought leadership is you're, you're not going to get a lot of disagreement on thought leadership. And, and so the problem with thought leadership mm-hmm. is that, well, the, the the structural problem with thought leadership is that it doesn't, if, if you're looking at it from, from a go-to-market perspective, thought leadership doesn't mm-hmm. actually influence decisions. Actually, thought leadership tends to reinforce the status quo. So thought leadership okay. reinforces the path that people are already on. And, 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 if you if you connect thought leadership and you look at it from a data perspective, um, and the good folks mm-hmm. at, at CEB now Gartner did this, and what they found was that thought leadership actually has a negative correlation to success to successful sales outcomes, and 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 the reason for that is that, well, one reason is a uh, one of my favorite psychological principles. The seven letters every go to market per, every go to market person should know: W Y I A S T I. What you see what is you all see there is. is all there is. Yeah, right. And so when when I come to you with thought leadership, what what people do with thought leadership is they plug it into their to their existing frame of reference mm-hmm. because because thought leadership doesn't break the frame doesn't break the premise and 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 so and and we've all seen this for anybody who does thought leadership is we put forth this idea that we know people aren't doing right go, oh yeah yeah no that's great yeah we do that and you're like no no you don't <laughs> right and and so i mean the, the difficulty with thought leadership today now that so the structural issue is it doesn't actually do the go-to-market job that mm-hmm. people are using it for the second thing is it's become so noisy, so watered down. And, and, and by the way, the nature of what thought leadership is, and, and here's a, you know, like th- th- this is where some of my AI skepticism comes from. If, if you know, there, you know, the old phrase, if, if you give 10,000 monkeys a typewriter and let them, you know, type forever, eventually one of them will write the works of Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. That's thought leadership. And and what these la- what these large language models do is is they are they're they're gonna they're they're even more creating noise. And by the way, a lot of misinformation and disinformation and confusion and all of that really you know like that's the stuff that large language models add to because they're just they're 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 basically taking from a pool of insanely large data mm-hmm. sets of of general accepted information let's just go on the on the good side and they can piece things together if you if you write a decent prompt what what i don't think they do what no one has showed me that they do and, and by the way the reason i don't think they can do this is because whenever you are data based and that's why i, I like I, pre- I always prefer the term data informed not data driven yeah because all data will give you is patterns of history mm-hmm. patterns of what happened what yep. what data doesn't do is is show you the path to change. It doesn't show you the path to disruption. That's why right. I'm talking about you know it, it being auto tuning. So so insights provide 
a frame break. Insights break tunnel visions. In, insights cause us to think about what we're doing differently. Um, insights break what is one of the most powerful psychological biases exist. And, and it's, it's the worst psychological bias if you're trying to generate new market, if you're trying to truly drive demand as opposed to catching demand. And that is insights break confirmation bias. So, okay. you know, when, when we're looking for something, by the way, thought, thought leadership is great for search, mm-hmm. right? Cause, cause it, it, it's based on established information and, and what do people search? They search, like, no one searches for the thing that they know nothing about. No one searches for the thought that they know nothing about. Yep. Right. And, and so once we have an idea, we, we, we seek information that confirms what we're right. thinking. Sure. Right. So again, you might find that your thought leadership is bringing you great clicks, right? But it's, but it's not, it's not changing the path. You know, it's not changing the course. It's not, it's not actually influencing. And, and, and in many ways, if you look at a lot of data, you, you'll, you'll see that it's actually doing the opposite of it. So why, why do point of insight, why do point of view insights cause people to change their, their course that like, what, 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 I mean, I get that they're frame breaking, but why does that cause me to change my course versus thought leadership, which is going to confirm my bias? Well, I mean, the, 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 the answer is kind of in the question. Um, if, if it doesn't change how you think about something, you know, I guess think of it this way, that, that what, what thought leadership does mm-hmm. is it embeds answers. Mm-hmm. What insights do is provoke questions. And that's going to cause more action if I'm, if it's provoking questions for me. So it, if I change the question that you're asking, mm-hmm. everything after that changes, right? P- people people are unpredictable and they're also very predictable. Okay. Right? If you can figure out what are the questions that people are asking themselves, mm-hmm. there, there, there's a lot of predictability there. Yeah. Right. And, and so what, so if I can, if I change how you think, which is what frame breaking is, right. If I break how you view something, if I change the criteria, like in a sales situation, if I change your decision criteria, mm-hmm your, your yep. decision will change. Yeah. So like to say action specifically, I mean, that's probably the case. I haven't thought about it enough, but, but thought leadership reinforces the actions that I'm taking. I mean, and, yeah. and, and to some degree I might see more action immediately with thought leadership. And you know what? The problem is that we're going to attribute, this is why marketing attribution drives me crazy. We're going to have a tendency to attribute, like, like thought leadership is more likely mm-hmm. to get attribution, which is okay. why everyone's pursuing it just because again, it fits, but, but that doesn't mean it actually did anything. Okay. All right. Um, oh, go so, so if you think about, so you asked the question, so how, why, why does an insight do this? And again, let's talk about insight before we talk about point of view insight. Okay. Right. Um, so, so an insight is designed to upend the status quo. Okay. An insight is explicitly striving to teach that, I mean, candidly, that we're wrong. I mean, I would say politely and explicitly. <laughs> teach, 
you're thinking about it wrong and and it's costing you um you know it's it's what i talked about years ago teaching to the oh shit moment the moment i can get you to say oh shit everything changes mm-hmm. right um and and that's what insights do right they're they're you know the nature of them you know for it to actually be an insight it's got to be um there there it's it's got to be counterintuitive okay right so so and by the way if it's counterintuitive you know, by definition, it can't be commonplace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and what it means, too, is that, you know, what an insight is going to happen. And this is why people aren't comfortable with insights. Um, a, you can disagree with them far more easily yeah. than you can disagree with thought leaders. But, you know, g- given that counterintuitiveness, there, there is an aspect of it doesn't feel obvious. Right. So, so, so you're, you're going to be out there a little bit. I mean, if, if you think about, you know, our take on CRM. It's very insight driven. Yep. Right. We're we're not out there saying the same thing that everyone else is. Yep. Um, you know that that that's an example of 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 the difference. And so what? So um, you I want to go back to thought leadership. You mentioned that it's great for search, which makes sense. Is there is is that the really the only benefit to thought leadership is to drive search to drive up your your marketing attribution numbers if you will um is there any other benefit to thought leadership outside of that you know unless you're having a crab bomb <laughs> you need a little filler for your crab cake um mm-hmm. and and that's a reference that only a few people listening to the show have any idea what we're talking about but that's okay let us know what you know let us know if you want to know what the, the details behind that inside uh, reference is, and um, that way we'll know we're listening. We'll be glad to share it with you. You know, I, so, so I, you know, thought leadership can, can be good mm-hmm. um, in, in a, in a kind of a top of funnel space and in, in, as, as part of your track, I, I, I think there's an element and, you know, we're going to get to, you know, the idea of, of established three to five insights. I, I don't think that every piece you write, every piece of content you write um, or you create, when I say write, I mean write, speak, uh, mime, hula, whatever uh, method of communication you're you're choosing. Um, I don't think everything can be insight, 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 insight. You know, by the Mm -hmm. way, there's a lot of power to how-to pieces. How-to pieces, I think, are... Are, are far more thought leadership driven than, than otherwise. You know, yep. the, the thing that's interesting is as, as you're making me think about it, cause, cause I do have a whole rant on thought leadership and, and, and what your question made me realize is my issue is not actually with thought leadership. It's thought leadership, not anchored to a yep. strong insight. And, and so like you see this, I mean, there's so much, I mean, if you want to get what I'm talking about, um, just go on LinkedIn in general or, or click, click, um, you know, search for HubSpot tips on LinkedIn and you'll see a lot of good stuff, a lot of good tips, yep. but it's so much, Hey, here's how to do this. 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 That it's just candy. It's like, you know, by the way, if you go back, if you go back a couple decades ago, thought leadership was key. Yeah. Right? That, like that was enough to stand out. Mm-hmm. But the problem with thought leadership is thought leadership not really anchored in, in strong insight mm-hmm. Yeah, is, is what they used to say about Chinese food. doesn't matter how much you eat. 
an hour later, you're still hungry. <laughs> that used to be something they said about Chinese food. <laughs> um, you know, there's, there's, there's not enough meat there. There's, there's, there's no real anchor. Right. And so if you were to do all insight, man, that'd be really intense, really heavy, really, um, so thought leadership is, is, I mean, it's kind of like, I don't know if I like this analogy, but it, it, it's kind of like, you know, insights, the medicine and thought leadership's the sugar. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> A spoonful of sugar. Um, so, yep. so, you know, thought leadership's the sugar. Actually, you know what? Thought leadership's the sugar. It brings the, it attracts. Yeah. Um, and, and, and insight is, is where, um, I mean, insight is really where you establish your, your expertise, your credibility. Yep. Um, Makes sense. Um, so you, you referenced the three to five. So we talk about picking three to five core insights. So first thing, why, why three to five? Why not three to five? Because if, if I had 10 different insights, mm -hmm. then, well, I'm not really, I mean, I, at some point I become a conglomerate. I mean, at some point I become more than just, it's just too much. I mean, the, if, if from a go to market standpoint, you're, you're far better off going deep in areas. And, and a lot about an insight is, is depth. Um, so, I mean, a, it would be really hard. You, you know why there's so much thought leadership, Jess? Why? Cause you don't need to know a lot to express thought leadership. Right. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I can parrot it's... thought leadership. Yeah, By the way, that's yeah, my yeah. favorite thing on LinkedIn is, is all the people who are writing things that have been, you know, that people have been saying since 1942, Hey, you know what I just discovered? Did you know that culture trumps strategy or I'm sorry, culture eats strategy for breakfast, right? I mean, like people are out there <laughs> saying things like that on LinkedIn. I mean, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh my God. Like, you know, my, my, my favorite was, um, he's not as popular, or at least not in the places where. I mean, he's still very popular, but I don't see him as much. Seth Godin. Yeah. It used to be Twitter was all about people tweeting what Seth Godin just said. Yes. Like, see how smart I am? Um, you know, so you don't have to know a lot for thought leadership. You have to know a lot to deliver a real insight. I mean, by definition, an insight has has so much depth to it that, you know, if if, if you're... You know, I mean, if you're McKinsey, you're you're really not one business. You're a lot of different consulting practices. So that so they probably have tens to hundreds of of insights in each of their practices. But that's that, that you know that's a different play. I, so I, I would say that there's just uh, there's no juice for the squeeze to have more than about three to five. Okay. Um, and that and makes sense. You're, you'll you'll confuse um, again. I'm we're talking about this from the standpoint of go to market, from a standpoint of influence. Yep. Um, you'll 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 end up confusing your market. Um, and so pick three to five, how do you go about picking those? Like, how do you, how do you work to, to start deciding what these anchors are that you work off of? So let's take a step back mm -hmm. and let's talk about now about what makes an insight a point of view insight. Okay. So, so the first, so, so I talked a little bit about, about them being counterintuitive. The first three items are about, um, insights. Mm -hmm. The last two are what make it a point of view. So first thing is the insight is about the customer. It's all about the customer and the unknown or misunderstood problems or opportunities that the customer is facing. 
The second point is an insight is relevant, important, and specific. Remember, relevance and importance are in the eyes of the receiver. Mm-hmm. So just because yep. you say it's relevant and important doesn't make it relevant and important. <laughs> the third part, it challenges, and this is where point of view begins to come in. Mm-hmm. It challenges the prospect's existing viewpoint mental mo- or mental model, and it reframes the conversation. Yep. Fourth, it is designed to initiate or deepen an investigative conversation or journey. So again, it is not about why buy from us. Yep. It's not about why we're better. It's about why should you think about this differently? Why is this important to investigate? And then it connects to a strength and or distinct advantage that your company brings. So, so when you read, by the way, it is not point of view if I can't vehemently disagree with it. Oh, that's interesting. Right? Yeah. Because Jess, our research says murder is bad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Jess, we believe in Mother's Day. Oh not man. Not, a, not 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that for Father's Day, all golfing fathers should be given permission to golf on Mother's Day. That's a point of view. <laughs> that is a point of view. It, it it might not even be a popular point of view, but it is a point of view. <laughs> I think so, it depends on who you're talking to. <laughs> precisely. <laughs> It depends on who you're talking to. Yeah. Right. So if I can't, if I can't vehemently disagree with it, I can't vehemently agree with it. Right. So, so a point of view, it attracts and it repels. right? Salesforce say no to software. Mm-hmm. That was a point of view. It was. Yeah. It was a very interesting point of view given that it's software, but that's a story for another. <laughs> I'm obviously kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> I knew, I knew but, it. <laughs> But you know that 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 brought a point of view, and 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 by the right. way, at the time, it was like, what in the world are you like? Put important customer data in the cloud. How do they even keep servers up there? Get it? That's cloud joke. Yeah, um, I, I got it. So, so there is a perspective. There is a slant. There is there is an angle that you're taking. You are. I mean, so so a point of view insight. You are advocating. A perspective. So, so okay. an insight, an insight doesn't have to advocate. A point of view insight advocates. A point of in a, a point of view insight leads to a deeper conversation, and 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 an investigative conversation. And and you know, there's a difference between the mindset of let me investigate this and let me solve this. Yep. And and, and yep. so, by the way, if you're selling. Um, or marketing a simple point solution or a simple product that's clearly established. You've got a strong leadership position. You're looking to reinforce the existing perspective. You you, you probably don't need insights. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to establish deeper value, if you're trying to um, upend the status quo, if you're trying to drive deeper, larger margins then you probably do need a point of view insight. 
Yeah. And, and by the way, that's one of the reasons why also three to five, because they take a lot of work. Oh, okay. A lot of reinforcement. Like, it's not like, oh, I put this insight out. Okay. The insight's out there. Okay. I'm done. What's the next insight? <laughs> and so these are kind of the anchors that you build your content around. So not just, we're not just talking about a page or, or anything. You put these point of view insights together and you build your, your content around them. Is that. So the answer is not no, but mm-hmm. to say that is to, to say that is not enough. They, they are not what you build your content around. Okay. They're what you build your business around. Oh, interesting. Okay. I hadn't thought right. about it like that. But yeah, that like, makes like sense. We, we have a perspective. We have a point of view. By the way, in the software world, it's, this has been dubbed point of view software. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. So we have a perspective on how things should be done. And, and yeah. you can disagree with our perspective. And, and if you disagree with our perspective, then you should probably not work with us. And, and, and by the way, that's what community is about. When, when, when we talk about community-led growth, you know, what I'm seeing is just a lot of pablum community because there's no point of view for the community. And, and I mean, technically, is that community? I guess so. I mean, technically, when I go to Giant, I'm in the community. I'm in a community, right? But the community and Giant, we're not pulled together. We're not, you know, it, it, it's not a force, right? The force is when it, it's really not community-led growth. It really is tribal-led growth. And, and, and what makes a community a tribe? What makes a community tribal? A point of view. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yep. A direction, a perspective. I mean, you know, one of, one of my favorite, one of my favorite jokes on this is, you know, this, the whole Silicon Valley spaces or taps. I don't remember this from Silicon Valley. So that's the one where, you know, where, where Richard was spaces. Oh, okay. So when you're, when you're, yes, you know, that's end, right. you know, it's like, <laughs> Tomato, tomato. Girlfriend for a brief period of time was was tabs, and they ended up breaking up because of that. Right. (laughs) Right now, now I'm not suggesting that you make something that arbitrary, but but that is sure that 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 is point of view, and that's why you see something. You know that that's why you see a trip. Yep. Cool. So so how do you create that insight? Um, you know there there are a couple things. One of the things that makes insights as powerful as they are is it's kind of the old um, Mark Twain perspective. It's not what you don't know that'll hurt you. It's what you think, you know, that ain't so. Mm -hmm. So, so ask yourself, what do your customers fail to fully understand about their business, but should or need, or they need to, what do they misunderstand that's important? And and by the way, we'll start off. What do they misunderstand that's important? Yeah. Then, then what are the one to three things? I'm sorry, I skipped a step. Start off there, then identify, okay, which ones do we connect to? You, you can think of it this way. What are the one to three things that your customers think they know that ain't so? Yep. And then on those things, what, what do we know that is both counterintuitive and impactful? So counterintuitive is not enough. It also has to be impactful, remember relevant and important. And, and I'm not going to name our client here and, and there's several that we could name, but, but you'll know who I'm talking about where, you know, we delivered one of our points of view to him and he was like, Oh my God. Mm-hmm. By the way, he wasn't like this. This was literally what, Oh my God, that makes so much sense. That's why this hasn't worked before. Yeah. Yeah. Why did I not know this 20 years ago? 
<laughs> right. Right. Yeah. That that's what you want from an insight. Right. And so it, it's based on something that's important. It, it highlights and, and provides empathy to what the legacy perspective is, what the common perspective is, and then enables them to go, you know, to see on their own. Right. It wasn't. And, and, and by the way, it wasn't a, a me tell. That's one of the other things about thought leadership and why thought leadership is less effective at influencing. It's got much more of a tell component to it. Yep. An insight enables someone to discover their situation better. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Interesting. Now understand when you deliver insights, they're not greeted with cheers. <laughs> no, people don't like being told they're wrong. Well, but see, here's the thing that's interesting is you're not really telling them you're wrong. They're, they're discovering that they're wrong. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, fair. Fair. But what <laughs> we have to remember is we are biologically programmed to, to resist different. Right. So, so when we're bringing something new, when we're bringing novelty, when we're bringing a new valuable perspective, the immediate response is, huh? I've never, I've never heard that before. <laughs> Right. But I'm intrigued. Right. See, what an insight does early is it creates curiosity. The problem that I have with thought leadership is thought leadership, whether people realize it or not, thought leadership satiates curiosity. Yeah, because it's confirmed. It's just confirmed. Oh, that's I, the answer. Yeah. 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 Right. So so what an insight does first is stimulates. Mm -hmm. Right. Then it influences. Okay, I... I get it conceptually, but I'm not sure it applies to me. Or I'm not sure how it plays. Like, I, don't, I, I get what you're saying, but I don't like, I don't know. And, and you can kind of see we're now beginning to investigate. We're, we're beginning to play with it. We're right. And then what, what that counterintuitive impact does is it builds consequence. It builds the pain. Yeah. Right. And it's not the pain of me. It's the pain of them and their discovery. Right that leads to the frame breaking. Oh yeah, this is hurting us. We need to do something about it. Right. That that's where your fundamental difference is. Cool. I have kind of, so you, you said something that I think really captures overall. I want to share oh, one last ahead. thing sorry, before you get a takeaway oh, because, no, because when you asked me what role does thought leadership play? And I talked mm -hmm. about thought leadership that's not anchored. Yeah. Thought leadership needs to be anchored in insight, right? And okay. so, where what? So, thought leadership can attract, but the job of your thought leadership is to circle to what is the insight. So, what insight is that thought leadership based on, and how are we bridging that thought leadership? No, mm -hmm. no item of thought leadership should be more than one step away from the insight that it's based on. And, and if we think about what is the job of the thought leadership from, from a content marketing perspective, mm -hmm. it's to lead you to the insight. Yep. Yep. That makes sense. Yep. So um, I think like, like my biggest takeaway is that point of point of view insights leads to a deeper conversation and thought leadership isn't going to really get you into that deep conversation because it's more confirming bias or, or common knowledge. Um, and then yeah, I, and, and by the way, and by the way, that thought leadership might be deep. And, and what I'm saying is not blame. I'm not blaming that on the thought leadership 
itself. It's how we process thought leadership. Right. So it's naturally not going to cause conversation, like stimulate conversation because it doesn't stimulate those questions. So it's not going to stimulate that deep conversation. Um, And then I, I like, I actually like the analogy of insights or or the medicine and and thought leadership is the, is the sugar that helps it go down, Um, which, which really plays into, you know, the insights being your anchor that you build the thought leadership around in your business around. So those are my main takeaways. By George, I think you've got it. <laughs> Figured it out. There you go. I see what you did there. <laughs> All right, Jess, I'm gonna go take a nap. Yeah, uh, go take go take your vacation from your from your trip. <laughs> wouldn't that, doesn't that doesn't everybody need that when we get back from our vacation? Now we get the vacation. I have two right. little kids, so I certainly feel like I do anytime I come back from a vacation. I need a vacation for my vacation. <laughs> All right, Jess, until next time. Until next time. Dude, this is another two this is another two rev up show. It is. <laughs> and that's a wrap on this episode of the Rev Op Show. Thought leadership is going to keep you on the same course. It's going to line up with what you're already thinking. Point of view insights are gonna break your frame of thinking. They're gonna make you go, oh shit. Your thought leadership should lead you to the insight. And that's so powerful. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to go subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. Leave us a review and share the episode. If you have any questions you would like to ask Doug or Jess about thought leadership or point of view insights, email me at hannah at liftenablement.com or hit us up on Twitter at Demand Creator. Until next time, remember, you can't solve your upstream problems downstream.